Hello, Deputy Mary Lou. First of all, Count Corla, I want to ask the Taoiseach if he's read the latest daft.ie report. Uh, no, I haven't, and neither of you, in terms of your blackout. That may be the case, but my colleague, Deputy O'Brien, has condensed it into handy colour coded oh. bullet points. <laughs> and let me tell you, Taoiseach, it's off the wall. Ah, here we go, the usual. Average rents nationally of 1,600 plus. <laughs> Average rents in Dublin, 28,000 a year. Wow. Whopper and disgraceful. <laughs> You'd buy a whole table at a Sinn Féin fundraiser for that kind of moolah. Oh, unless you're a gangland criminal, oh. then you'll probably get mates raped. <laughs> <laughs> this is no time for messing t-shirts. We need to build houses, we need to introduce a rent freeze, yeah. and we... N- I can't remember the third thing. What was the- <laughs> You're always whinging about our housing policy in yeah. terms of... Would you have a breeze about any of it yourself? He yeah. shook the road toll charge increase... Um, what? what are you talking about? Sorry, now I think I have the wrong page. <laughs> All Sinn Féin do is crib and give out. You never give the government any credit for no. uh, special schemes we devise for house buyers, yeah. like the help to buy. More like help to fuel property inflation. What? Yeah. That was off script. Or, or the first home scheme. First home yeah. scheme. The one based on an English scheme that pushed up house prices. And there's more as well. There's the no place like home scheme and the grand scheme of things uh, scheme. You're off the wall. Yes, I found my page. The no place like home scheme is where adults living with their parents are encouraged to live with their aunts and uncles instead. Like the kind of the Wizard of Oz. I mean, that can't be real. Come or on. the grand scheme of things scheme where we deny that the emergency instead of housing isn't actually too bad in the grand scheme of things. You know, You're forward. grandstanding, <laughs> gaslighting, um, Tweedledee and Tweedledee. Are we sure this is the right page? Uh, I've actually said that housing is a social disaster this week. It's just one of those things that happened by accident and no one is to blame for it. Cornish to buy a Sinn Féin national draw ticket for only 10 years. Can someone sort out my notes? Big funds make millions in profits while workers spend more than half their wages on rent. And the policies that made all that happen are a mystery. Oh, I found it. Cornish to you jeered young people emigrating at a time of full employment that the grass isn't all is greener abroad are you for real what I said was cruel and true New York and Sydney are far more expensive than Dublin well at least for the AB1 areas that I'd only live in Count Corley my blood would boil if such a statement didn't automatically boost Sinn Féin in the polls by 10% do another you could leave if you want uh, but you'll still be paying the same rent in Manhattan as you would for a bunk bed made out of asbestos and oxtail soup in a mouldy flat in Ennis do you hear that that's the sound of Sinn Féin hitting 40 in the polls oh yes well I mean the state of the shinners you look like a fashion show for the Ilac Centre in 1995 your political <laughs> career is like the top button on Danny Healy Ray's trousers hanging on by a thread and you look like 1995 because you're clueless the new homelessness figures are out and they're bleeding whopper thornister hashtag movie quote incoming whatever they're off the wall Right so, Friday night in Might as well see what sort of job That young shaver Ryan is making Of this year's toy show Just pour myself a nice Something to get into the Ipso facto Spirit Ah, there's no doubt it's the most wholesome TV show of the year. <laughs> now, I won't do a hard boiled leg this evening. This is a night to pig out in terms of. Uh, I think I'll have a fried egg. I will. I think I will, you know. I think I'm Genuinely, I'm crying already because Ryan just looks so, so healthy. I mean, I think 
could really do with another pandemic? I don't know. I don't know. I can talk to kids. I could do this. Kids like me. They do. They do. Remember the dead? They're all in their 40s now. <laughs> it just really, you know, really, really pulls at the heartstrings. Obvious signs of malnutrition there. And yet he never seems to get sick on a Friday. I mean, what gives? How can he keep on going? Look at the wooden toys. I love the wooden toys. Should I bring out the inner child in anyone? Uh, even I'm feeling a little bit giddy on my fizzy kombucha. I am. <laughs> I know what I would do. I'd have a Paddy Casey song and then a lecture to the senior infants about the debilitating effects of the Catholic Church on Irish society. That's what I do. That's why my radio show is really doing the... Yeah, yeah, a voice of an angel. Though one wonders what the battery life is on that karaoke machine. I'm thinking of 2003, when I tested 16 different battery types in the same baby Annabelle to see which gave the best value for money per se. How many kids did Ryan have again? Oh yeah, only two. I had eight children? That's four times as much experience of dealing with children's seasonal expectations. I love the fact that it's now basically teletan people in need. <laughs> Seven million they raised last year. Oh well, God, the viewers would want to get their act together if they want to plug the holes left by disgraceful, shabby public services. And it is, it is terrible. Someone really should do something about it. Well, that is quite the trick there, though magic is, of course, incompatible with science. As I pointed out to that seven-year-old magician in 2006, I used his tears to explain the rules of gravity and still he just kept on OMG not this muck shiny happy tiny future social media users who'll just basically grow up to abuse me on Twitter by the age of 10 (laughs) the young people nowadays have absolutely no respect for their masters Who's there? Welcome to the White House. Who's up for some chocolate chip ice cream? Uh, No, sir, that's the uh, turkey's names. It's chocolate and chip. (laughs) Yeah, I just had turkey for lunch. Uh, No, sir, it's uh, 0900 hours. You just had breakfast. Oh, well, then it's too early for ice cream. Sorry, everyone. Uh, And now the president will pardon the Thanksgiving turkeys, sir. On St. Patty's Day. What? There must be an early release for good behavior, musha musha. Uh, Sir, St. Patrick's Day is in March. Oh, skip the March, thanks. I'll watch the parade from the Oval Office. No, sir, it's it's November right now. Whoa, gosh, time does go by quicker the older you get. (laughs) Sir, uh, you're here to pardon the Thanksgiving turkeys, so, sir. All right, let's cut the malarkey. I want turkey. Pass the cranberry sauce. Again, Mr. President, you're here to pardon. Pardon? That's right, pardon. Pardon? Sir. How we can't hear each other over the noise of these delicious-looking birds. Let's get someone up here to break their necks so um, we can get plucking and cooking like me old Nan Finnegan used to say, the Irish back Maybe home. just focus on some things you're thankful for, Mr. President. Oh, yeah, yeah, see. Yeah. Here's the deal. I'm thankful that this past week the White House is able to host the wedding of my beloved daughter. Uh, your granddaughter. Natalie. It's Naomi. And I'm thankful the American people have come to see me as the boldest president ever. Uh, you, you're the oldest president ever. Despite being a hundred, despite, excuse me, being 80. Right. 
The public approves me of me like I'm a man in his early 40s. Uh, your, your approval rating, sir, it's stalled in the early 40s. I'm confident, dent, The American people will look past age and fading mental acuity to vote me back into the office. Dear, dear. Like turkeys voting for Christmas. Oh. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Once again, it's Thanksgiving, sir. Thanksgiving, which seems like only yesterday. <sighs> For seconds ago, in fact. Okay, it's time to pull the plug. He's spiraling. Not before I finish on the anthem. Let's go. Should all acquaintance be forgot? Must have been and never brought to mind. Indeed. Now, with the World Cup underway in guitar, we have a special segment to ask, what is a naughty nation? And should it be boycotted? With us here in Cork is the city's very own Minister for Foreign Affairs, Simon Coveney. Come on. I hype more, I die. You're fierce busy, Minister. I googled your name in the jacks yeah. there and jazz you're all the time hanging out with disgraced lads and you've had more scandals than I've had microwave milk calories. Ah. Uh, Thank you, I think. Let's start with Qatar. I mean, we really should have nothing to do with them since they seem to do terrible things. Like banning pints at the World Cup county finals. Uh, So yes, there are bad things that we wouldn't agree on, but we do enormous trade with Qatar, uh, exporting machinery, beef, poultry and uh, sheep meat. Sheep! So uh, Uh, so that's why you or anyone in government haven't said a bad fuckle about them. It's like how most of us hate Tipperary, but we keep diplomatic relations relations open uh, because they export so much cider. Now, uh, Russia, on the other hand, staged an illegal war and that's why we won't text them back. And you put sanctions on that aluminium plant in Limerick. Though some of my Christmas dresses depend on tinfoil. Oh, dilemma. Uh, well, there were no sanctions on it, but it was in line with the... But the Putin lad still owns it. Oligarch. Uh, that's correct, but uh, sanctions don't apply to alumina because alumina is a chemical compound that tweeted mild criticism of the war. So uh, what all the dark Russian money slushing about the IFSC is it still doing the 12 pubs there thankfully no one has asked about that since March so uh, we don't have to address it Uh, now how about Saudi Arabia I presume we have loads of sanctions on them given the similar war crimes on something called uh, Yemen no uh, the Saudis are good guys because lots of Irish dairy and beef and plasterers I hear they don't eat sausages and if so what in Allah's name do they put in the brick for rolls at all. I heard if they catch you with a pint you can get a hundred lashes. I drink to get lashed anyway. And Ah. don't the Saudis stone people to death? No, that's a a dangerous misconception. They only do uh, beheadings and lopping off hands for stealing. Uh, Dubai as well. Well, we know Dubai is in a naughty nation because we sent them Darrow O'Brien for Patrick's Day. Is it true the Dublin Airport Authority runs a Saudi airport where they separate women and men in the terminal? Uh, Well, I think it's important uh, that we don't think about that at all. Um, Again, due to a variety of reasons that are all to do with exports of condensed milk. Well, that's grand then. Now, uh, let's do Israel. Uh, and I'm afraid that's all we have time for. But, but we have half an hour uh, left. Coming up, Dahi tries on Christmas jumpers and someone from Fair City whose name I can never remember is doing something interesting with an artichoke. Hello, hi, welcome to the David McWilliams podcast. I'm an economist and a trendonomist, which means they're both trendy and I spot trends 
in economies. Mac, you are the man. Yeah. I'm joined by, as ever, by my friend John, or as I like to call him, Coattail John. What? Because his only purpose in life is to hitch onto my coattails. Oh, yeah. Or in my case, is a rather fetching sports casual blazer. And you blow my mind, Mac. Now, let's discuss the economics of my podcast. You out there are the data daves. Oh. You stream, subscribe, and follow my podcast, and in return the platform gets your data. And brands might use it to sell them stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Things data daves who follow my podcast would crave would include paddleboarding gear, yeah. hotels in Dingle in January, and chinos in 3830 sizes. Mac, isn't this whole podcast basically just one of your columns you've already filed for the Times, dragged out for over an hour? The economics of the podcast is that I hold you here for as long as it takes the platform to get vital data from the Daves. Or we could just get to the point after two minutes, no? No, no, not so fast. The model of the podcast is to halt, pause, meander. Ah. It's what our sponsors want. And this week we're sponsored by Paul Costello Sweaters. Right. We used to call them jumpers. But since Celtic Tiger Tara went on shopping trips to New York every December with an empty suitcase and teenage daughters who I like to call Samsonite Sandras. Very clever. That is why... I now forget my point one. That's why we now call them sweaters. Exactly. And runners trainers. No, no, I come to runner Rory in my summing up at the end. Tom. Yeah, but your conclusions are always basically it's too soon to say or time will tell, Max. It's important to have a conclusion that nobody can fact check and I'm confident that Data Dave won't look anything up after they've listened to this podcast to check it. Right. Especially if they're so lazy they depend on a podcast to do their thinking for them. Mac, we have to wrap it up, dude. Okay, well, before we go, Allow me to say some economic buzzwords for the algorithm. Cryptocurrency, generation rent, bond markets. That's it. And we're out. Well done. <sighs> okay, let's record two months worth of these before lunch. Ah, oh, Mac. Hi, hello. This is the David McWilliams podcast. I'm an economist and a trend on the... Okay, we're talking about the protests over the wreck provision in East Wall in Dublin. Pascal's in line one. Good afternoon to you, Minister. Thank you very much for having me on your programme. Mm. And it's super duper to be talking to you about this teensy weensy little boo boo happening in East Wall, mm. which I was shocked to learn is in my constituency. Mm. Yeah, you don't sound much like a denizen of the East Wall, Minister. Well, I'm more at home flashing my dimples in the cuddly woodly gentrified environs mm. of your Fibsboroughs. Mm. Or your stony batters. Yeah. And what, what do you what do you make of the protests? Well, before I called them racist, no, you just which did. I think is very strong. No, no. Uh, well, you've just called them racist just by saying that. Nope. I was doing air quotes with my dinky fingers <sighs> when I said it. Well, so. radio is not a very visual medium, except when we do the live stream on Funny Fridays. <laughs> Look, Joe. Sinister forces are manipulating locals by falsely claiming mm. that any of this is a result of the finance policies since 2013 mm. that caused the big housing whoops. <sighs> Before I say that it's racist you, you, you just did it again To blame the government for the housing uh, crisis Not I, a very helpful contribution there uh, Gary Gannon TD's online too Giz Liltgaz This here is an issue uh, That affects people from the banks of the Tolka River uh, All the way to the market uh, on Moor Street uh, Now there's a proper Dublin accent What do you make of the protest Gary? Or as you'd call yourself Gaddy I'm using my voice, Joe, to remind people that we live in a society. Yeah, yeah, but, but who's saying we don't live in a, in a society, Gary? People do be saying we don't live in a society. No. And nobody will be saying it after I march down there no. and say we live in a society, you ticks. No. Our society. Wonderful, wonderful, Gary. Mary Lou's on the line. Hello, Mary Lou. <laughs> 
Hello, Joe. Mm. I think it's absolutely outrageous yeah, yeah. what's going on in East um, Wall. And where in the name of the River Dother is that accent supposed to be from, Eddie? Well, my accent is a bit like Sinn Féin's policy on refugees. <laughs> Impossible to pin down because it's trying to please people mm. on all sides of the argument. Uh, and what is your plan to resolve these protests? Well, I'm going to be very clear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very listy. Right. And I'm going to say things Come on. in an extremely <sighs> deliberate series of pauses oh, until the message gets through. And what is that message? Thank you very much, Jim. Ah, for goodness sake. Get up here, that. I just had an idea, Joe. Yeah, Pascal, go on. Yeah, yeah. If East Wall met up with North, South and West Wall, uh-huh. they'd nearly have a full house built. <laughs> Success! Housing for all! Except, of course, you'd need a... You... Oh, dididdums. Yeah. We'd need the woof. <sighs> Sorry! Ah, here, leaving out. Good afternoon to you! <laughs> Good evening, I'm Hugh Edwards, and no, my face isn't objective. This expression of just hit by lightning is how we all look in England these days. The UK continues to lurch from catastrophe to ruin, but quick, look over there. It's a shiny soccer tournament. Just three days after that devastating Tory budget, the World Cup started, and so Britain stuck their brains into boxes of Pringles and stretched the three lines branded nylons so much it looks like two of the lines have been flown out to Rwanda. So the government has enjoyed a reprieve distraction. PM Rishi Sunak did a photo op of him circling a World Cup wall chart that some hereditary PR intern bought him. I would like to answer your cost of living crisis questions, but as you know, I'm a huge ball footy fan, a long time supporter of Southampton. Southampton Ham. No, And I think I joined the nation and many of my working class friends, well not friends, you know, acquaintances, when I say that football's coming back. Home. 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 Home's coming back. Prime Minister, what about Conservative peer Michelle Moan making 20 million PPE profits from Tory it's government? It's coming back. It's coming so back. It's coming home, Prime Minister. Home is coming. And that is all. Let's catch up in a month after the ball footy has finished and you've all forgotten the PPE millions. Thank you. Now to news about the struggle for Scottish independence, we go to Chris Mason, who's live just outside Scotland. Chris. The Supreme Court has ruled that Scotland cannot hold an independence referendum without permission from Westminster. It's the territorial equivalent of preventing a tenant tortured by a housemate's egg and onion sandwiches being blocked from moving out without the sandwich maker's consent. Uh, Will there be the sexy outrage like we get when the US Supreme Court makes an unjust ruling, Chris? No, because unlike America, ah. we're not crazy enough to let our head of state nominate partisan judges to the court. Right. King Charles would probably stuff it full of those Qataris who gave him suitcases of cash. Oh dear. Meanwhile, Nicola Sturgeon has vowed to find another way for Scottish people to express their will, like maybe flying a plane over a stadium or spelling their request out in balloons. I see. Chris Mason... Standing outside of Scotland tonight awash with tears and battered gelatinous meat. 
Thank you, Chris. Now, instead of eating crow in front of an official COVID inquiry, the rehabilitation of Matt Hancock sees him becoming popular again, one camel penis at a time. On the I'm a Celebrity ITV programme, the British public's been voting off most of the female contestants and people of colour ahead of Hancock, to the surprise of absolutely nobody in a marginalised community. This is Hugh Edwards. I'm a nauseated newscaster. Get me out of here. Off the Ball on News Talk. Brought to you by Razor Brands, Banks, Rashers, Internet Providers and Protein Bars. So, yeah, welcome to Off the Ball. I'm Bloke Presenter. And I'm the wing in its sidekick. <laughs> what? And we're joined by two other blokes. <laughs> we can't quite tell apart because of their indistinguishable voices. How are you, lads? Ah, yeah, great crack, yeah. lads. How are you doing? Well, how's farm? Great to have you, lads. And we also, on the line, have really bad phone line. Hello? Yeah, hey, really bad phone line? Yeah, I'm here. Things absolutely amazing yeah. and the people are going to go from yeah. the theater. Nice one, nice one. Yeah. Couldn't agree more there. Busy agenda this evening. World Cup is in full flow. So let's kick things off with some light-hearted banter. Off the banter on News Talk. Brought to you by Permanent Markers. For drawing willies on your mate's face when they pass out at your stag. Ah, I love a stag, yeah. me, yeah. yeah. They're brilliant, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying that to the lads outside. So, fellas, we all enjoying the World Cup? Yeah, Very much yeah, so, yeah. yeah. My missus isn't, though. Well, hey! <laughs> <laughs> gotta say, gotta say, you know, big upsets this week. You know, Argentina losing to Saudi Arabia. Oh, like, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. yeah, unreal. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah really. amazing. Germany fouling like origami under Japanese pressure. Yeah, they did manage to score once, though. They did. Which more than I can say for the fellas when we left here. Hey! Oh, Wait, what? Is that aimed at me? Yeah, and of course, it's not all banter. We're sensitive to the issues at play in Qatar as well. Of course, so. and with that in mind, it's time yeah. for a segment where we assert how progressive we are despite our undying love for corrupt corporate drugged up football. Yeah. Off the Fence on News Talk, brought to you by Cosbropolitan Cocktails. Girly drinks, but for men. Yeah, as we know, the organisers of Qatar 2022 have been accused of sports washing. Is that like when your missus has to wash your jocks after five-a-side? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. <laughs> lads, lads, cut the messing, okay? This isn't off the banter. Come Jeez. on. Sorry, sorry, yeah. seriously, sorry. Yeah, yeah, mental health. This week, things really came to a head when uh, captains declined to wear armbands in support of the LGBT pluses for yeah. fear of getting a yellow card, man. <gasps> what, are you, what are your thoughts? You know, as cis-straight man... Yeah. I think it's incumbent on us to speak up for the marginalised yeah. and the oppressed yeah. and like to use our voices to enact meaningful change and make yeah. a positive impact on society. Yeah, just well done, man. Yeah. Well done. Okay, yeah. Let's talk betting now. Off the bookies. Brought to you by Betfellows. Betting. It's class. It is. Actually, I yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah no, it. it's fun. Like, you know, I was just saying that to the lads outside. I couldn't agree more. It's the part of the show when we encourage listeners to gamble. Gotta take that bookie sponsorship well, it's still legal, what? What's everyone betting on this week? Putting a sneaky one on Spain to get a yellow card in the 37 minutes. Oh, man. Now I'm putting a tenner on me being replacing this show by some other bloke in his mid-30s. Ooh, oh, safe hard as to houses. Beat, hard to beat. Safe as houses, Wow, man. yeah. Well, that's always time for this week. My thanks to all the lads. Thanks, man. It, it's bloke, actually. And the two indistinguishables. <laughs> Accumulators. Hey. Mental health. And we'll wow. uh, chat to you tomorrow for eight wow. more hours of banter and sponsorship stings. Off the ball on News Talk. It's almost seven o'clock. Time to insert your brand here.
carry me home. <laughs> yes, indeed. Welcome back. Joining me now to discuss this year's oh, yeah. festive advertisements on the telly, no less, <laughs> is Mr. Dave Fanning. Seasons greetings, David. Yeah, well, that was the music from the John Lewis ad I take him out of you. Ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, of course, there's nothing that sounds Christmas quite like a pop mm. song. Slow down and sang in a maudlin way over a short film about how possessions aren't as important as family, oh. except for whatever product they happen to be hawking. <laughs> no, no, Mr. Fanning. What? Nobody likes a humbug. No. Except me. I adore a hard boiled peppermint okay. oh, oh, people of course oh. wait for the John Lewis ad every year with bated breath well they've baited the dead horse to death by now if you ask me yeah, well, well you're like the tin man at the start of the unpossed Christmas ad this year oh. you need a heart you know the woman in the ad lives across the street from him why is she buying a stamp well, there's I, a bigger hole in the plot than the hole in the plot where the children's hospital is supposed to be yeah yeah controversial uh-huh. whatever happened to the unpossed snowman yeah, we're walking in the air oh. cancelled I suppose hmm. is that what they mean by the snowflake cancel culture day well, well, maybe, maybe global warming did it for him. Oh. <laughs> like the Coca-Cola polar bears, they're gone extinct as well. That's right. Maybe it's all the emissions from the big red holidays are coming Coca-Cola trucks. You know, I always <laughs> liked the Budweiser Clydesdales. What? Hairy hooves, like myself. You know, Bud oh, tastes oh. like Clydesdales had a hand in making it. Well, maybe not a hand, maybe a different appendage. <laughs> oh, Nelly! <laughs> rain it in, rain it in, sir. Speaking of, actually, Aldi had an appendage joke in their new Kevin the Carrot Christmas ad. Go on. <laughs> as Lynn Anderson once so memorably sang, what? I beg your pardon? No, seriously, let's just say all the snow man was missing was snowballs if you catch my snow drift well I haven't caught a drift since the 70s so Let, let's just say it, it brings a new meaning to the word snow blower oh <laughs> I catch you now yeah. oh, stop that for goodness sake yeah. before one of our listeners asks a young person to help them unlock their telephone what? call directory inquiries and ask to be put through to RTE right okay well that's enough for me have a cool year go on good luck you know ads used to be wholesome what? pennies got a whole other things for Christmas oh yeah I remember that one actually that's the one with the lady in their underpants dancing on stage for the elves really weird never Really? No, seriously, yeah. Google it. I'm away. I will. I will. Purely for research, of course. Wait, how do you unlock this blasted phone? Master Fanning? Master Fanning? Return. Return, please. Oh!